0: So, is there any more questions? Thank God for something. Who else Did you pick puzzle? What are the consequences? The consequences. Hare Krishna Mahamantra, Ritrusha Bhav, Jejapet, Tare Krishna Upajayi Bhav consequences of chanting the Hare Krishna mantra is that one will develop ecstatic love for Krishna. However, generally it doesn't happen immediately. And therefore we have to follow the process of sadhana bhakti to gradually develop our love for Krishna, among which there are many rules, among which uh, one of them mentioned in Hari Bhakti Vivas and maintained by all our acharyas is to chant the holy name of the Lord on these. There's no direction in Hari Bhakti Vivas for chanting on a quick machine. Quick, 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 quick. Tulsi is purifying just by the touch. So better use Tulsi, mala. We, uh, we are enjoying to China 16 rounds on meat. Rounds means there should be a, you have to go round. Does that come in Russian also? Yeah. yeah. This, uh, quicking machine, it tends to develop bad chakra habits. That you're talking to someone and then, uh, while they're replying to you, yes. so better you do this. Better don't lose your initiation. I think my disciples, when they take initiation, they should give me two sets of beads. First for initiation and the next for when they lose it. <laughs> Most of them come back after some time and say, I lost my beads, here's another one. I well, it's good that I get to chime extra long. So, next mm-hmm. Well, our understanding can be evaluated from our service attitude. If we actually understand that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and that we are His servants, then natural understanding is that we should serve Him. So it's not so much of uh, an intellectual adjustment, as that like we have these Bhakti Shastra exams, which I highly recommend you all study and take these Bhakti Shastra courses. Uh, so even though I'm highly recommending that, still it has to be said that Academic study in itself is not all in all. The real test of our understanding will be how we apply that knowledge in our lives. Just like we, uh, hear in Bhagavad Gita again, and just, Maharaj was quoting in class this morning, Ananya's Always, those who are always thinking of Krishna. So, we have to see how we fully engage in Krishna's service. That will be our
1: test. How to preserve brahmacharya ashramas in the temples and what role should they play uh, to be effective? The second part, what role should they play? The uh, first
0: part,
1: how to preserve. Them. How brahmacharya ashramas in the, in the temples. Because brahmacharya is leaving the temples, so there's no problem with
0: well, uh, I wrote a book about that. It's here in English, if you can understand English. It's also in Russian, but it's out of the UK. I'm not sure exactly what the question is. Maybe you're worried about the decreasing number of brahmacharis in the temples. Well, it's uh, practically expected that many brahmachari won't say brahmacharis won't stay brahmacharis. Or even if you, even if they do stay brahmacharis, they may not stay in the temple, they may be out of preaching. So if you want to maintain brahmachari ashrams in the temple, it's better go on preaching and think more brahmacharis all the time.
1: Hmm. Can you describe proper chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra? How to properly chant, to properly hear, to concentrate the mind, so that the mind be maybe attentive and hear the mantra.
0: Hmm. It is a commonly asked question, how to be attentive while chanting. From the way this question is phrased, it appears that the devotee was asking is thinking there's some mechanical means to make the mind fit. Just like in the yoga process, there are mechanical means for stilling and controlling the mind. But in uh, the bhakti process, more important than mechanical means are awakening our feelings of Krishna, which are at the very essence of that. Uh There's the famous description of chanting by Śrīla Prabhupāda, in which he says that chanting should be like the genuine cry of a child for his mother. For the child who's calling out to his mother, there's no question of whether I'm attentive or not. His whole consciousness is simply merged in thoughts. I, I, I have to find my mother. That is the perfectional
1: stage of chanting
0: but we should aim for that. If we, uh, if we have many difficulties in Krishna's service, it's, it's often easier to chant like that, to call up in distress for Krishna's help. Now, I, I was saying that it's not exactly a mechanical process, but to some extent there are various factors that we think can help us to chant. Generally, we are advised to chant early in the morning and to chant all of most of our realms at least at a stretch, not to do other things while chanting, just to concentrate on chanting. And uh apart from that, we can uh take advice from Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita about controlling the mind. you don't, chanting, manas So just to tell them, yamiyat armanyevasham Krishna says, from whatever. But wherever the mind goes, we have to bring it back again and again. While chanting, we probably all have the experience that the sound may be coming from our mouth, but the mind is on top, flying all over the universe. So, when we become aware, oh, I'm, I'm chanting but I'm not listening, then immediately bring back the mind, listen. It's a matter of practice. Sadhana means practice. We have to go on trying. From sadhana gradually comes siddhi. Perfection. We have to be patient also. But we have to keep on trying. We have to have fail. Prabhupada wrote that do not think that this chanting and dancing will not lead to perfection. It will.
1: Perfection. Um, what is sincerity? How to develop this quality in the process of devotional service? Yes,
0: yeah, sincerity means the... Uh, one pointed desire to surrender to Krishna, to give ourselves to Krishna, without any personal surrender. Anya-vila-shita-shunyam, yana-kama-dya-nabitam, adukundi in the Krishna and the Siva-num-va-kirutama. Uh, stage of performing sadhana bhakti is that in which one is not cultivating desires for material improvement, either for gross sense enjoyment or for intellectual enjoyment, but is simply cultivating devotional service to Krishna favorably. So this is sincere. How to get this quality? There are many how-to questions. How to be sincere? How to be humble? How to control mind? The answer to all of them is similar. But by following the process of sadhana bhakti, gradually these qualities will develop. And in sadhana bhakti, association is very important. If we associate with sincere devotees, then naturally we'll get that quality ourselves. If we associate with humble devotees, naturally, we'll tend to develop that quality also. If you all just take Pasad, uh just after taking Prasad on a kind of hot day, it's makes a tendency towards
1: uh, helping people, giving them advice, we take uh, part of their problems on ourselves. We take part of their karma. So what should we do? Should we be, uh, should we keep aloof, or should we open our heart, but uh, and thus uh, give uh, give away our energy?
0: Well, presuming that we're in a position to be able to give suitable advice to others. A devotee is supposed to be kripalu, merciful. The first of the 26 qualities of a devotee mentioned by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is kripalu, which means merciful. So a devotee should try to help others, means especially to help them to become Krishna conscious. Although he should avoid trying to, uh, preach Krishna conscious to persons who are grossly envious. Um, we should, we're also advised to preach to persons who are more interested to be helped than, than to people who are simply not interested. Srila Prabhupada gave the example of a doctor on a war field. Now on the battlefield, there may be many injured people, and usually not enough doctors. So at the hospital tent just off the battlefield, all kinds of injured people will be being brought. And the doctor, in that situation, is best advised to help those who are less injured rather than those who are more injured. Because if he tries to help those who are severely wounded, that will take much time to help them, and most likely they will die anyway. And while he's helping them, those who are less injured, their condition will deteriorate. So it's better that he helps those who are less injured, he can quickly help them, and they can become healthy very quickly, and then they can go back and fight. So in the same way, devotees they, it is recommended that devotees they preach to those to persons who are more favorable, and rather than those who are less favorable. In other words, to those who are less wounded by maya, because they can be uh, quickly brought into Krishna consciousness, and then they also can go out and preach to others. Whereas someone who is far away from Krishna consciousness, you can spend so much time trying to preach to them, that they won't make much progress at all. So the uh, General directions given in Shastra have to be applied practically in our lives with intelligence. But it's not that we should give up preaching. Certainly we should
1: preach. questions should be written and please write As regards to these questions, if you want to... All right. so night again. Saranamoshna Zubisasa. There are so many. so many the last time. In mm. Bhagavad Gita Krishna says, whenever there is a decline of religious principles, uh, he comes to earth. But Krishna comes only once in a day, in a, in a day of Brahma, but uh, decline of religious principles can be seen more often, for example during wars, revolutions and other historical events. So how can we understand these words of Krishna? Well Krishna comes once in a day
0: of Brahma in his Swayamrup, original form is Krishna. But he also comes in various incarnations, which also include Shakti uh, Vesavatar, so empowered devotees who represent Krishna. Now, it's been mentioned that uh, decline of religion as symptomized by wars, revolutions, and so on. Now, these are not uh, necessarily indicative of a decline of. This, uh, these alone are not necessarily indicative of a decline of religion. They are rather mm-hmm. symptoms of sinful behavior by people on the earth. Krishna has come in the modern age as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He has sent his great devotees like Bhaktisiddhanta and Thakur and Shiva Isi Vedanta Saraswati Prabhupada. He's also descended into this world as his holy name, called his holy name. <laughs> In this age of Kali, the avatar, or the appearance of the Lord, the center of the Lord, is in the form of His Holy Name. And in the form
1: of His Holy Name, the whole universe. By the Holy Name, the whole universe can be delivered. Uh, Srila said that book distribution is most important of uh, our, our most important activity. But now, devotees say that our most important activity is to take care of, the, of Vaishnavas and to serve Vaishnavas. Can you explain this?
0: Yes, Prabhupada said book distribution is our most important activity. He also said that uh, preaching to scientists is our most important activity. He also said that Gurukul is our most important project. He said that several things he, he designated as most important. They're all transcendentally most important. They're all unlimitedly important. Of course, Prabhupada uh, undoubtedly stressed book distribution more than other programs in eh? numerically or quantitatively proper more times spoken book description and other things. Looking after devotees, we shouldn't even have to discuss them. It's a natural part of Christian consciousness. If it has been neglected, then certainly we have to pay attention to it. Of course, we should understand what looking after devotees means. The real looking after them is to help them become Christian conscious. Although certainly the uh, physical Needs of devotees should be looked after. We don't want to turn into another mundane institution simply looking after bodies. And we don't want to be over-sentimental. Devotees no. are also mental austerities. So the real looking after devotees is to, uh, help them to push on in Krishna consciousness. So when we say we're looking after devotees, yes, <coughs> yeah, of course that should be done. No. That doesn't mean we should stop bookishness. We'll all just, we'll all sit in a big circle and find each other. I find you, he finds the next one, he finds the next one. Okay. What are you doing? We're looking after each other. I, that we have to be careful that our centers don't become simply institutions for collecting funds, eating and sleeping. Book distribution has to go up. Even in the winter when it's minus 30, you say, oh, we have to look after our devotees. They shouldn't go outside. That's a misunderstanding. Give them warm clothes, give them sufficient prasadam, and then go out the book distribution. So look out to the devotees but not at the expense of uh,
1: preaching. Um, is it right that we gradually we understand uh, the personality of Srila Prabhupada by following instructions of our spiritual master and by pleasing him? What does it mean to understand the personality of Srila Prabhupada?
0: Well, we can't fully understand the personality of anyone what to speak of the great transcendental Perala Hamsa. But what is the essence of Srila Prabhupada's personality? That he is fully Krishna consciousness and is charged with a strong desire to give Krishna consciousness to others. So we should certainly enter into that mode. We oh, yeah. enter into that mode. Prabhupada said, if you want to know me, read my books. And of course we have to serve mission also. Under the guidance of our local temple authorities and under the guidance of our initiating gurus. Yeah, under the guidance of our Diksha and Shiksha Gurus. And as much as our Gurus are following Prabhupada, I mean, that much uh, they can give Prabhupada to us. It is to be hope that
1: they are strictly following Prabhupada. Can we chant Japa on beads made of Siddha bakula tree? Uh, how can we worship in the Murti of Haridastakura, made of Siddha bakula tree?
0: There is no recommendation in Shastra. It's better not to concoct. You could also probably uh, take stones on the bank of Radha, and kind and of make beads out of that. There are unlimited transcendental objects that we can make beads out of. We should follow what is in Shastra. Shastra recommends primarily to chant our okay. How do you worship Hailash He is Nama child. So worship him by chanting the holy name.
1: Just a statement is given. Uh, de- determination, whether all the events are determined, all the, all the events in life are determined, and uh, whether it is necessary to to go through all stages, all ashramas.
0: Well, in the act of devotion there is a statement that if one claps his hands three times during parity then all these simple reactions fly away, just like if you... If you clap your hands and under the tree all the birds fly away. So destiny is a very strong influence. That means paravda karma or the sinful or the effects of our previous activities which we are presently suffering or the so-called enjoyment. But it can be changed by association with devotees who give us knowledge of Krishna then our lives change. I'm not, uh, Expert or even acquainted with palmistry. But I'm told that the lines on the hands can change and particularly do if one takes up devotional service. Definitely our lives change if we take up Krishna consciousness. Isn't it? It's not just the same as being a car. It's different. What is that? Do we have to go through all the ashram? Yes. Well, I mean, practically speaking, none of us are really in the Vedic path. The Vedic path means at the age of Five, you go to a group, become a brahmachari. That's for boys. And for girls, they're trained at home. Prabhupada once said, he was joking, he said, you're not brahmachari. He was saying to some, he said, you're not brahmachari, you're bachelor daddies. Mm. I don't know if you have to translate that. Yeah. So do you have to go through all the ashrams? We have to go back to and That's where we really have to go. The general process is to go from Brahmacharya life to Prehastar to to Vanakras to and then maybe Sannyas. Although one may also go directly from Brahmacharya ashram to Sannyas. <laughs>
1: hmm. okay. If you're chanting Japa and in the middle of a round you stop and then put the beads aside, then do something or help something uh, help somebody. Yeah. <laughs> help somebody. And then, should we start the run from the beginning, or we can start from the place where we stop? Means from the middle. Uh, different spiritual masters say differently. So what is the proper way? I don't
0: think, I've not seen any shasta, Just you? Oh, yeah. You say about that, it's different spiritual masters? Yeah. Uh, I don't seen any rule in Shastra about this. Probably because the actual practice is you sit down and you chant your realms and you don't do anything else in the middle. But we do. Some of us. Most of us. Is. So if different spiritual masters say differently, then you follow what your spiritual master says. There may be differences in details given by different spiritual masters. It's not a bad idea to tell that if you stop in the middle, then you start again. But otherwise, you'll be stopping three, four times in every round. Personally, I prefer to finish a round, and if I have something to do to finish a round, do The best thing is to channel our rounds in the morning, and, and, and do nothing else at that time. Because later in the day, so many activities are there. It's better in the morning when there's nothing else to do, just channel. So I'm not going to say that, yes, you must do it like this. Who asked this question? Very thoughtful question. It's a fact. One cannot engage in devotional service without faith. But he can engage in what is called bhakti or a reflection, or, or a show of devotional service. Srila mm-hmm. Prabhupada notes in the purport that he says we I practically we practically see in our missionary activities that some people they take to devotional service, but then when they get financially well situated, they go away again. Yeah. They give, they go They go back to their materialistic ways. Mm-hmm. Krishna mentions in Bhagavad Gita four kinds of people who begin to worship and inquisitive they have faith in Krishna they have some faith that Krishna can help me in my distressed position or he can give me money or anyway it's interesting to find out out about Krishna but at that stage they don't have faith in pure devotion so they don't have faith that My true objective of life is not simply to get some money or whatever, but to surrender fully to Krishna. So they have an ulterior motive. They appear to be performing the same activities as a pure-hearted devotee who only wants Krishna, but their aim is different. So to learn how to worship Krishna, they will have to associate with devotees of Krishna. And it is hoped that by doing so, that they will also gradually give up their materialistic motivations, and also become pure devoted. But if they don't, then their their worship of Krishna will not mature into love of Krishna. So it is a very thoughtful question. The beginning of devotion is faith. So that, that this is meant. But that faith Prabhupāda describes, that means a general faith. And then, then one associates with devotees. kriya. Then the devotees engage one, advise one to engage in the activities of devotional practices. Tato ah. by which the bad things in the heart become diminished and destroyed. nishtha, then one gets faith. So in the beginning is faith, and later on there's another word for that, shradha, and then later on there's another word for faith, nishtha, which means firm, determined, Commitment. So in the beginning there is shraddha, which in this context means a general kind of faith. And when one is purified from the from material desires, then his faith becomes firm commitment. But if one is uh, materially motivated and clings to or maintains those material attachments. Then the anartha liberty or the diminishment of material of, of contaminations doesn't take place and therefore the higher, level, the higher levels of advancement also do not take place. One does not
1: attain found place. Well, if an I if a devotee who was only chanting pranama to, to, to a spiritual master left his body in the temple because of his continuous, due to continuous disease, in the morning, in brackets, this dimension. so what is his next destination, uh, if, if he left the body unconscious, uh, without, uh, uh, without associated, means uh, no devotees were present uh, at that time.
0: It is very difficult to ascertain what the specific abode of a particular person would be after he leaves the body. However, in general, Krishna gives the idea in Bhagavad Gita. One who is engaged in auspicious activities no, never goes to a bad destination.
1: Never
0: goes to? Uh, never goes to a bad destination. One who is not complete in his yoga practice he attains to the highest planets and then afterwards takes birth in the family of, of, a, uh, of a family in which he can further continue his devotional practices. This, this verse uh, specifically refers to those who take up yoga practice but who fall away from yoga practice. Srila Prabhupada has explained that that also refers to. Uh, devotees
1: who so are incomplete in their devotional practices who leave
0: their bodies in that condition. Mm-hmm. So, another question. how to properly? How to? Another how to question.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how to? So, how, what should be the behavior of senior brahmacharis who can see that uh, their spiritual uh, spiritual brothers uh, mm-hmm. do not follow strictly, do not follow strictly sadhana and uh, lead a frivolous frivolous life we try to help them but they do not listen to our instructions and to our advice president of the temple said that we that they perform an important service and that's why can uh, and that's why they can plan their own um, schedule their schedule
0: institutional problems and there are institutions there are problems we often see that someone who is performing an important service that they they may take advantage of that not to follow very strictly all the devotional practices. Actually it's better that the strict standard be set, that everyone should follow the devotional rules. Otherwise gradually everything will deteriorate. On the other hand, uh, we do we don't want to just throw everyone out. So what to do? Well we should preach and try to reform those who are not probably following. On the other hand, um, you may not be able to. There is an English saying that you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. I follow the idea? You can give him the opportunity, but if he, is, if he refuses to drink, then what can he do? Then you have various alternatives. You can try to bring the matter to higher authorities. You can uh, tolerate the situation and at least practice strictly yourself, not be affected by the uh, improper following of others. Or if it disturbs you too much then uh, and you can't do anything about it, well you might shift to another temple where you find the standards better. So these are different possibilities. have been very interesting questions today, thank you very much. There are many pending questions which I'll try to deal with tomorrow. We'll finish with a little Prasadam distribution was Actually, I love it because Bhakti Fai Maharaj suggested that the seminar about how bad is going on over there. And he suggested that it would be very appropriate to announce this book, Slava Sri Lanka which is also meant for uh, increasing Prabhupada awareness, Prabhupada consciousness, we say. Um, so, I had to get over there and make the announcement.
1: So. I'm also
0: announcing to you, you can also...